are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a, what is it, January 9th? Yeah, oh, I have to sign up for a gym tonight. Wednesday. Or tomorrow. You better do that, dude. Get yeah. it. Dude, it's 2019. It's time to get in better shape. We're both doing Yeah, it. I mean, I am doing that, but yeah. I, I mean, I feel stupid. Well, hey, so do I. Like, it's okay. Like, why couldn't I have just done it a few months ago? Listen, man, the holidays, it, get, it catches up on everyone. Yeah, every, absolutely. Every, so much indulgence, so much cheese. Uh, for me, anyway. I'm in a real, like, oh, I need to fix everything in my life frame of mind right now. Yeah. And I worry that it's not going to, you know. Yeah, you know, you know, you just got to take, you got to set yourself up for success when you do these things. Like, you got to set reasonable expectations. I know. And, like, like for me, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go pescatarian right uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. And then also limit my cheese and dairy consumption. Yeah. Welcome to Lockdown Blazers. Which of those things? Which of those things? Which of those things? Which of those things? Starting off with fail at. Um, honestly, I, I feel pretty confident right now that I can. I'm also not drinking this month. Uh huh. So a lot of people that I never drink. Right. So that's easy for you. But yeah, I have. I mean, it wasn't as easy for me, especially during the holidays. I have to say, I was, yeah, I was definitely putting it back a little too much. Yeah. So I'm punching punching bears. Yeah. Maybe there's a correlation between the amount of podcasts we're having right now, you know, to no alcohol consumption. I feel like I feel like there's a connection there. Okay. Um, I'm just I'm just I'm just putting that out there. You can only tolerate me when you're sober. I'm sober. I tolerate you when I'm when I'm not sober. I'm sober. Corbs, come on. Uh, welcome back, Corbin Smith, for his yeah, weekly. Yeah, 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 yeah. The big dog is here. The big dog. Ooh, ooh, ooh. His weekly. Uh, check in exorcism exorcism uh, the time where we can talk about shit that doesn't have to be um, solely related to the blazers and the rotation exactly and stuff like that. if you want more like just plain good old cheese pizza the too bad keep listening no just listen to yesterday's episode I have all that right there Bulls game preview nah you don't get you have to listen to this one before you listen to that one them's the rules I'm just trying to provide all the kinds of content because I know that there's a lot of you that really love Corbin coming on. Thank you. He's handsome. And, and, and he's handsome. He's by sports. I want him to hit the back dead, wall. De- dead spin. By sports. Daily beast. Daily beast. I mean, I mean, nas- Willamette Week. National rider. National rider. And also for Willamette Week. And my pal who comes to lunch with me once a week. Yeah. Uh, as we sit it's here. It's nice. I'm not going to tell anybody where we are right now, but you might be able to tell based on the music selection where we are. Why are you not telling people? Because you, like, you don't want people to figure out? No, I don't want people to figure out the recording schedule, where we are. Uh-huh. Um, Did you hear about the Q guy? I do want to have, like, I do one of these days want to have, like, a live show maybe one day. Uh-huh. We can get some people to come out for the live show. Yeah. Not yet, but... Uh, also, I like recording podcasts in public, so it, it, it is... Yeah. This gives a flavor. It just maybe. gives us a little more ambiance. Did you read about the Q guy who killed his brother with a sword because he thought he was a lizard person? No. Okay, well, that happened. Where did this happen? Florida? I don't know off the top okay, of my head. Okay, I just, okay. It's just a guy who was into the Q conspiracy theory. Oh, oh, the Q, Q Anon. It's a Q, okay. Q Anonymous. Okay, okay. Please have okay. a little respect. See, I thought when you said Q, my mind... 
mine immediately went to fellow Lockdown Blazers co-host Jason Quick. No, I was like, I was like what? What do you mean? What did you? Do? I did not mean. I did not mean that Jason Quick murdered his brother, and I did not mean that Q from Star Trek murdered his brother. Right. The of course omnipotent godlike blah. blah. You know, I don't need to tell people. I also Star just Trek. realized that I might fail at my note at my less dairy thing because uh-huh. I definitely forgot to tell them to not put cheese. Yeah. There's a lot of cheese on that burrito. There's a lot of cheese here. And that's one clue as to where we are. Anyway, but but like, uh, it's so weird to me that there's people who think that like lizard people run the world, and they don't apply that to Trump, who's a lizard person. Who would like like if you were gonna think anybody was a lizard person. It would probably be a like dirtbag real estate developer who got all the money from his dad. Yeah, and whose suit kind of doesn't, whose human suit seems a little loose. You know, definitely. Right. definitely. These are tweets I already had today. I just wanted to talk about it, doubling up the content. Anyway, the Blazers. I slept through their last game. This is the type of insight that we get from Corbin. I didn't mean to sleep through their last game. They were playing the Knicks. Yeah, I was only going to sleep for an hour, though. And then but you, then you I, had an alarm set. I had no, I'm not even, I had an alarm set. And you know what? I don't know. Have you ever had a dream? Okay, so I go down. So I go down. I'm like, 50 minutes. We're going to do. Oh, thank you so much. You have the so I'm like I'm like gonna be like 50 minutes. I'm gonna be such a good boy. I wake up and I watch the Blazers game. Not gonna play the Nintendo Switch or whatever, you know. Right. But then I I went to sleep. Responsible sports writer. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You were gonna watch the game yeah. because it's your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I like to keep up. You yeah. Know? And I, but I just blew right through my alarm. I ended up taking like a two and a half hour long nap. And then, uh, but like in the content of my dream, I heard my alarm going off. Oh, so you didn't think it was actually... I thought that you alarm... Thought it, so you were having a dream yeah, about an I, alarm and you just stayed in the dream state. Yeah, and I thought, where's that, where's that alarm in my, you know, in my dream where I'm baking or whatever I'm doing? Uh-huh. What were you making? I wasn't baking. I don't even... It was very vague. Uh-huh. Do you bake? Yeah, of course I do. I'm a decent baker. Do you break, like, bread? Like, loaves? Nah. Nah, sweets and treats. Sweets and treats. Okay. Well, one guy who has been a sweet and a treat lately has been your boy. Did, uh... Nurkic. Like, oh. We need to talk about Nurk. I know we talk about one thing before we get to Nurkic? Okay, okay, we'll talk about one thing. It's Blazers related. Did Felton manage to get in? Nope. That's a shame. So, no booze. That's a shame. Also, we'll talk about that in the next segment, but uh, another former Blazer who used to always get booed in the news this week, Ido Turkaloo. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, but your boy Nurk has been, has he been better than you? Like, I know you had this vision of him as, like, yeah. his god. Yeah, he's daddy. But I feel like he's even been better than your wildest imagination of him. Yeah, he's been really good. He had a 5x5. Five five. The first 20-point 5x5. 20-rebound 5x5. Did we talk about that last week? No, no, we didn't. Yeah, the first 20-rebound 5x5 right, five five in history. Uh, I will say the fact that it happened against Cauley Stein, maybe... You know what? 
Holly Stein's not that bad. Yeah, except that why? He's just slight. He's just, all, he's just okay. skinnier than your he's average. He's not that bad, and he has NBA utility in a lot of ways. Yeah. I want to make it clear that I'm not slandering him. He's just an easy guy to rack up blocks against. Fair enough. But... I mean, he's also done this. He had a really good game against Steven Adams. He had a really good game against Clint Capella. And tonight, okay, the Bulls, they suck. They're like, bad. Like, they're really bad. I mean, it's a shame because they have the NBA's best coach, you know? The best, the NBA's best coach. I think we should get into... Actually, here's a great question. Which Blazer would pull, like, a Justin Holiday and be like, I'm not going to practice. Like, I'm not doing that on, on a Jim Boylan coach team. Like, which – because I think Dame is, like, too – Yeah, Dame would – Dame is too deferential to authority to do that. Wow. Jeez. No, I just think he is. He, he knows how to play the game is what I mean. Like – I also think CJ wouldn't do it. CJ – ah! CJ – CJ seems more likely to me. To this do is what I think it. This is what I think it would be. I think Evan Turner. Would, oh yeah. Would just be like nah. <laughs> Evan Turner, who has been really solid. I guess. Yeah. Don't get. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's, yeah. I, but, and also, I don't even think there's anything wrong with this. No. No. I mean, for us anyway. I mean, yeah. we're, we're Blazers partisans here. The whole Jim Boylan thing. Is totally safe. Yeah. You know, it's totally safe for, for people watching from the Blazers' perspective that on the, he, on that, the he's, that he's ruining a bunch of really on, young, talented on, players. On, on <laughs> you, so I do uh, take it or break it with John Wilms, who's a uh, Bulls fan. I thought about it was going to be too tough logistically, but there was part of me that wanted to bring Wilms on to talk Boylan. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, we and John have started, and somebody asked us a question because I've been ironically saying things about Boylan, you know. Oh, I love Boylan. He's the future of the league and stuff like that. Huge, huge hog. Huge, yeah, huge, huge big hog. I mean, that one I believe, but <laughs> just exudes BDE. When I think BDE, I think Boylan, Boylan dick energy, people. That's right. Um, Okay, but boy, but like Boylan's a. Uh, it's fun to make. It's fun to be like. He's really, like, he's a bad coach in a way that's mm-hmm. like really fun. Because you just get to like. Because if you say like, uh, Jim, Bo- you know, Jim Boylan's putting it together over there. These, these kids aren't listening. Like, like that's fun to do. I will say, in the defense of Boylan, I actually did some reading that the Bulls' defense has actually been pretty solid with Boyle as the coach. So, great value Tibbs is delivering. Yeah. Yeah, it's called, yeah, it's called, it's McDonald's Thibodeau, people. That's what he is. But somebody asked me, like, hey, how would you feel if the Bulls and the Blazers switch coaches? And almost immediately, I couldn't bring myself to be like... Absolutely not. To do, I couldn't bring myself to do the sarcastic thing where I was like... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Let's get Jimmy in here. Get these, get these, get these fatzos in shape. Oh man, that would be something. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about some more Blazers Bulls in a second. And as we continue here under the tunes, it's beautiful bachata music. Um, we are looking ahead at tonight's game with the Bulls and the Blazers. I'm just gonna go ahead and say. I think the Blazers should probably win this one. If they don't, that's a dis- these three games they had: New York, they have Chicago tonight, 
you know, Charlotte on Friday. And Charlotte, they're respectable. Yeah. But, but they're still bad. Win, yeah. But they're still bad. And, and Portland is much better than them. Uh, Did you see them? Blazers have such a good record right now. But everybody I know, and even me, is just so infected with nihilism about the team. It's so weird. I gotta I gotta I know what my answer is to this question, but I wanna say something to you because I think you talked about it on the last take or break it. Um, and there's obviously been a lot of rumblings. Apparently Jimmy Butler not working out in Philadelphia. Shocked. Shocked. Um and so I'm just gonna ask you. Oh yeah. Would you trade CJ for Jimmy Butler if you were the Blazers? Yeah, I would. You would? Yeah. Man. I don't know, dude. Jimmy Butler's really good. He's, he's he's really good at a position the Blazers need. He's really good. He's I good. understand that. Uh, he's better than CJ. I get it. you got a lot of young, impressionable players on this team. Do you really want Who's Jimmy impressionable? Butler? Simons, Gary Trent, Zach Collins. You really think that Jimmy is going to convince Zach Collins to... I think that a lot of these teams have leadership voids, and I think the Blazers don't have one. That's a good point. I think they can end... I think this... I think that if... um, I think at the very least it would be worth the risk. I don't think... Like... Well, there was, but and also, I think that CJ would be a better fit on Philadelphia. He would be much better fit. They, like, need, they like desperately need shooting and spacing. Also, CJ is like exactly the player they need, like and somebody would, who can would, nominally play point. And guard. he would instantly become their crunch time ball handler guy. Like yeah. because Simmons, watching one of my favorite things right now in the NBA, just because it's such a shit show, is watching Philadelphia in the last five minutes. Because it's just a mad scramble for Simmons to get the ball out of his hands. Yeah. They post up and beat and they try and run JJ Redick off screens. And they'll try and get Jimmy Butler his ISO touches from time to time, but everything seems so forced and compartmentalized that there's no like cohesion whatsoever. Yeah, if you had if you had, if they had CJ they could run the ball through him. And if they had and the Blazers had Butler, he's a good defender, he's a good isolation scorer, he's a big wing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, in a trade like that, it would have to be like, for me anyway, that would have to be a CJ straight up. Yeah, probably. Like, nothing else, no other picks, no other assets, no Collins, no Simons, no... And worst case, it would blow the cap out. Yeah, so like, 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 or like maybe like Swanigan or something. Like, yeah. But like, anybody that's useful other than CJ, you cannot put in that deal. If I'm, if I'm looking at it from a Blazers perspective... There's absolutely no way I'd give up any existing, any other additional future value. Because you're already taking, I, in fact, I would ask for draft compensation. Okay, maybe can you, like, can oh, you. Oh, sorry. Can you, can you not? <laughs> yeah, I'm I was looking that. for a spoon. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe we, we, we don't do it while we're recording. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But that would be what I would do. I would almost approach it like the Mason Plumley Nurkic situation, where you ask Philadelphia to give you a first-round pick. A first? He's expiring. He's a free agent at the end of this year, and you're giving them an extra three years of, of or two extra years oh, yeah, of service from true. CJ that is guaranteed. But you also so in a I'm position for- to resign. Yes, but it. But you're not. 
the risk. Everybody in the NBA knows the risk now. Jimmy Butler. It's not just an isolated thing. So if you're Portland, you had to either everybody, ask for everybody. another. You ask for a first, or you ask for two seconds. This guy, this guy, you and your feelings. I'm just yeah, saying. I'm just saying. If I'm giving up CJ and you're getting yeah, guaranteed, pretty much frictionless production from him. In terms of, he's not a prickly character. He's not a guy that's going to. He fits perfectly with Simmons. And he's an East Coast guy. He went to school at Lehigh. There's a lot of his 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 soon to be wife. I'm pretty sure lives in New York City. Like, there's a lot to like there from the Philly perspective. That if you're Portland and you're losing a guy that fits really well with your superstar, has taken has not gone publicly or at the team with. Being upset about his role, even though it's been diminished. I'm, if I'm Portland, I ask for a first back from Philadelphia. I know NBA Twitter is going to be like, "Wow, you're crazy. That's not equal value." But this is not video games. Yeah, we are we are not put. This is not just. It doesn't just exist in the trade machine. So if I'm trading CJ for Jimmy Butler, I need you want compensation. I need I need extra compensation from Philadelphia. All right. Okay. I look. Don't tell Philly I said this. I would be cool with seconds. Okay. All right. I, I mean, but Olshay, all right. Good deal. Olshay likes to Olshay drives a hard bargain. At least sometimes, you know, he gets good good value. And in this situation, if you're gonna give up your second. You know, ostensibly star player. You got to get a little insurance that that's not going to come and bite you. Are we sure that Olshay is going to want a player he hasn't drafted though? He doesn't have a choice. Like, wow. I mean, okay, that was a joke, but (laughs) but he doesn't really. Like, he can't just. I mean, all the guys he's drafted are already on Steam. Yeah, I guess that's true. He's run out of guys that he drafted once upon a time with the Clippers. He didn't draft Blake. He did draft Blake, but do you really want Blake? Blake's I mean, been good. I mean, Blake would fit better than Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, look, I don't want Blake because it's such a like high flute and weird thing. This like, like they're not going to get Blake. I mean, but. he would be a perfect fit. Yeah. And, I, and Blake's cool. He's fun to watch. He would also thrive in Portland stand-up comedy scene. He would. He would finally. Finally, he's able to get some. Uh, he's able to get some mic time. Yeah. I don't know. I like, forgot what Shane's show like, was called. Obviously, I wasn't really for Portland trading for Jimmy the first time around because I think his value when he was in Minnesota was much higher than it is right now. Yeah, now it's bottomed out. Like now it's now it's the lowest it's ever been. And I will say this is kind of a buy low move is, yeah, is pretty yeah, much yeah, Olshay's yeah. MO. I, w- I mean, the, the only problem with Butler is that if you pay him after his he is a little older. And he also misses like a month every year with knee injuries. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? If you have him healthy for the playoffs, I guess. Yeah. But he he's not the number one guy on the team. So that's taken care of with the Blazers because he's not the number one guy when he comes here. It's Dame's show. It's Dame's team. And Dame's the bigger do star. You think he's, do you think, like, is he that... Is he that big a dick, do you think? He seems like it, man. Yeah. And everything that I've heard from people that covered the Bulls even is that, like, he alienated all the young players and, like, wanted to go hang out with D-Wade because he sees himself on the same level as, like, the banana boat. In fairness, who among us doesn't want to hang out with D-Wade? Yeah, but, like, he has a very... 
I mean, obviously, Portland's situation isn't so perfect that you can't change it and re and entry. He has kind a pretty a wild, wild idea about himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Portland's situation isn't great enough that you can be like, "All right, well, we don't need to do anything." No, they no. I th- no, and and I. I'm gonna make it clear if CJ McCollum is listening to this. You know, I don't have a problem with it, but I've thought they should trade CJ for a while. No, and that's that's you know that's always been the. Move. And Butler is definitely the highest upside you can get there, unless unless the Lakers are looking to let go of LeBron or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean the biggest upside is my fake Anthony Davis trade. But that would that would yeah. clear the coffers of everything. That would cost Portland Simmons, Collins, first round picks, CJ. Like that's an all in type of move, and I don't think Olshay is ever going to do a move like that. Uh, also, come on, he's not going to sign here. He could. Why? I don't know. Dame is like what? Like a decade? Like he's like eight years younger than LeBron? Yeah, I guess that's fair. Like. He's way better than, you know. Like, what's the what's the bronze injury like right now? It's a groin. It's a it's a strained groin. How long has he been out? Uh, he's been out since Christmas. So over over like three what's, weeks. What's the prognosis? It, I mean, he's out indefinitely until further notice. He's 34. Do you think that this is like the first thing of a lot of things? I mean, I hope not, but it could be. He's 34 years old. Soft tissue injury, and he might not be back until like who knows how long. Like he's getting reevaluated at the end of the week, but. I don't think we can discount the fact that LeBron is getting up there in the years. Was 34. He's been in since he was 18. Yeah. Some hard years, too. Yeah, and and the most miles of any NBA player ever. I mean, this definitely got sidetracked from talking about the Bulls, but like I said, go listen to the Bulls preview. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, he might, I like LeBron might be, uh, might hit the end a little quicker than we think he will. It's usually how it happens. That is an immaculate condition, though. Like, yeah. But then again, the Lakers also don't. The Lakers also don't have a very good training staff. Yeah, they're they're not exactly a modern organization. They're not a modern. Yeah. Also, imagine if Anthony Davis came to Portland and was like healthy because Portland has a good training staff now, and New Orleans' training staff is regarded by far as the worst. Yeah, they in the use league. football people, right? They use the Saints. Yeah, the, yeah. You shouldn't do that because football trainers are uh, butchers, and they're different. They train for different sports, yeah. different movements. Yeah. Also, um, they're just like, hey, do you think we can get somebody out for thirty minutes this weekend? With all, the all the investment that Portland's made in that aspect. Like, if Anthony Davis came here and was, like, playing well and was really healthy, like, people want a real organization more than I think they want, you know, name recognition. Yeah. So, uh, it was fun talking about fake CJ trades. Anyway, uh, we're gonna, yeah. We're going to take one. I want to make it clear. They're not going to trade CJ for Jimmy Butler. Yeah. But should they? If they get extra picks. Um, and we're going to take one quick break and we'll come back. Talk about uh, one of our former Blazers in the headlines. Oh, good. And we're back for our last segment on today's Lockdown Blazers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just this is tangentially related to the Blazers, but I want to talk about it because Corbs is the person I want to talk about it with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that the Turkish government is trying to kill Enos Kanter. So the Tur- Turkish government, according to Enos Kanter, is trying to kill him, which I believe. Yeah, seems reasonable. And then Hidu Turkoglu, who would be Blazer in the summer of 2009. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You're gonna. Can you recap what happened there for me, real quick? So 
he was their number one target in free agency that year. Uh-huh. It was right after the Orlando Magic went to the NBA Finals. Uh-huh. And Turkoglu was one of the best players on that team. Who was also that team that allegedly was doping the hell up. Was because what? Richard Lewis, yeah, Richard Lewis got popped oh, for steroids. Yeah. And so everyone assumed that Turkoglu was doing the same thing. And that whole no, team... No, Turkoglu got hit for another PED thing. Right, yeah. Point, yeah, I think so. Yeah. We'll, we'll du- who cares? We'll double check that. But anyway. Um, oh, I got him. So he, so he may or may not have been juicing during a career year. Yeah. Which who among us? Yeah, and then uh, the Blazers went look, out. I know, look, I know that Gunderson does steroids. <laughs> and then he, he comes. He, I blood dope. He came to Portland, actually. Like, this was back in the day when players would physically come to the city where they were having meetings with teams instead uh-huh. of just all the teams flying to Los Angeles and having meetings with them. Um, and what percentage of players do you think they just get V chats? I, I mean, I don't know. Probably a good good number. Um, but anyway, I mean, I think that's what will happen with LeBron. Like LeBron met with Magic, and then he was like, when he signed, he was like already like in. He was in like Europe or something. Because uh, they can do that electronically and stuff now. But uh, so Turkoglu. According to ESPN, agrees to a deal. It's on the ESPN front page. Sources, Hito Turkolet agrees in principle with the Blazers. And then, like, the next day, they, they he breaks it off because he doesn't, his wife doesn't want to live in Portland because there's no Turkish people there. And he ends up signing in Toronto, a much more international city. And then he goes to Toronto and is crappy. Very bad. Very bad. Definitely the tail end of his career. Definitely, like, got that big deal and kind of rode off into the sunset. Where did he get traded to after that? I think he ended up on the Clippers. He ended up on the Clippers at some point. Wasn't he, didn't he play with Dwight again? Am I crazy? Maybe. But I remember he was on the Clippers when, I think he was on the Clippers when the Blazers played them in the playoffs. Like, it wasn't that long ago that he determined was in the league. But the story goes that ever since that moment when he snubbed Portland because his agreeing, wife doesn't like Portland. Honestly, I don't know he, if I quite blame her. But. He got booed every single time he came back to Portland in a way that... He, only, went, back, he went back to Orlando. Oh, he did go back to Orlando. Yeah. Okay. But he got booed in a way that only Raymond Felton has gotten booed in this town upon returning. Every time he touched the ball, he'd get booed. And... He was back in the news today because apparently he's uh, an er- Erdogan stand. Yeah, this is the weirdest. This so, is like this is the weirdest NBA story. And ESPN, like, it was so weird to me to see ESPN post that. It was like you got to hear both sides. Yeah, because you don't. You don't have to hear both. You sides. really don't. Erdogan but, is not a good dude. No, and uh, Turkoglu works for the government. So. Yeah. Uh, that was just so weird. It was just the ultimate blast from the past. And it came days after Raymond Felton was here. Although Felton didn't play him. Felton also, of course, ties Felton ties to the Saudi government. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah he, Lots uh, of international terror ties. Yeah, you know, he works for Raytheon sometime, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just a guy that has a lot of... Look, look. I mean, he, he's almost like a Derek Fisher-type character. <laughs> yeah, he's a bag man. Yeah. yeah. 
Stop, Wilms, John Wilms is writing about Derek Fisher right now. What a dirtbag. Dude, also, I was just thinking about this when I was listening to that. What if the Lakers don't have an analytics department? What if they take out a loan from Derek Fisher to build to out build their, a, yeah. their analytics Pro- department? That'll probably work. I think that's, I think. It's, yeah, it's just that so be- good that Derek Fisher became a loan shark. <laughs> Literally the sleaziest dude in the NBA. Like, oh, but the character. Oh, oh God. I, I, imagine, like, this guy had such a long NBA career because he was the only person Kobe could tolerate. Yeah. And it turns out that he is also a dirtbag. Yeah. It's, uh,. It's it's pretty pretty wild, but uh, tonight that game Blazers Bulls ninety two oh, final. Wait, wait, wait. We, we didn't finish talking about Hita. Oh, we didn't finish talking about Hita. Okay, please, please. I want you to talk about Hita. This is why I'm I mean, I think you know. About, about I think you know about as much as about it as I do. So the Turkish government. Uh, so for those who don't know, uh, our man uh, uh, Enos Cantor. I feel weird. Also saying, signed an offer sheet with the Blazers. Also signed an offer sheet with the Blazers, but he got mashed, so it's hard to blame him. Uh, that was also an, that was also a fuck you offer sheet from the Blazers to the Thunder. Yeah, and it ended up working. And, you know Kevin, and, Kevin, and also Kevin Durant left. So and also fuck the Thunder. Yeah. Uh, Pan Pacific Northwestern Unity. Blah blah blah. You're familiar. We, we, we've already been over. You're familiar with my appearances on this podcast, I presume. The. Um, but anyway, but Ahito has uh, been really active in speaking out against Erdogan, who's done all kinds of like hideous shit to stay in power. You like Cantor, or, or uh, yeah, Cantor has, or not Cantor has. Uh, it's Erdogan, sorry. Yeah, who's, uh, who's um, probably staged a coup to uh, to establish martial law in Turkey and like just a bad dude. Yeah, and, he's not a good person. And Hito has um, his family doesn't, or not Hito. Cantor. Cantor. His father his got His family thrown, doesn't talk his, to him anymore. His father got thrown in jail. Yeah, his family doesn't talk to him anymore. Uh, he is not allowed to return to Turkey. He is uh, basically openly scared to go to Europe because it was actually, I don't know, did you read the Dolan interview about it? They asked Dolan about it, and, he, and Dolan's response was good, but it was also a little too cavalier because he was like, "Yeah, this no, is Jim Dolan, the Knicks yeah, owner. Dolan, the Knicks owner." Because Dolan was like, um, uh, "Yeah, no, he doesn't need to go. Uh, I don't blame him. Like, who's just like, hey, yeah, I don't blame him because <laughs> he uh, thinks he might get uh, murdered by his homeland's government. You know, you know, normal stuff. You know, a country that was relatively democratic until the last like five years, until when it got." Uh, swamped by this uh, weirdo Erdogan. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, whatever. It's, look, wait, it's not a big deal. Look, we're not exactly in the playoff chase, people. <laughs> so uh, it's okay if he doesn't go to Europe because he's scared he might get uh, uh, murdered by Turkish agents. But anyway, Hito Turkoglu is doing some heavy lifting out yeah, there. Yeah, but Hito. Also, I have to say, like, yes, he does work for the Turkish government, but we also have to take a step back that sometimes in these situations, God knows what the fuck is happening with Turkey's family. They're threatening him and be like, hey, bro, they're actually they're threatening to move his wife to Portland. Being a good husband. Oh my god! I'm sorry I made a joke about that. If your family is really being threatened, Hito. Yeah. But also, yeah. but I think Hito seems a little enthusiastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Definitely. I think he supported Erdogan before too. Okay, but I don't. I don't know that. But like, uh, yeah, Hito. Uh, yeah, so Hito is. Uh, he's just out here. Just out here, and the next time he comes to the Rota Center, whenever that is, he's gonna get booed. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think he'll ever be in Portland. Though. Yeah. Well, I. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, if you see Hito on the street here, you should boo him. Yeah, not because of the Blazers stuff. No, but because of the Erdogan. Because he's a because he because he's a shill for a newly minted uh, Middle Eastern dictator. Yeah. Um, anything, Corbs? You want to get off your chest? The Smash Bros. Top. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and any anything for the listeners. I'm trying to think if I have anything to say about Smash Brothers. Have you played 2K19? Yes. Are you gonna, do they have it for the Nintendo Switch? Yeah, they do. Okay. How many microtransactions are there? Oh, there's, there's, there's. Yeah, you got to build your guy up. You got to. Okay, but if I just want to play. Yeah, if you just want to play like as the Blazers or something. Yeah. Oh, then that. Yeah, that's free. Okay. But it's all about the only time the microtransactions in 2K come up is when you're building your my player. Okay. So that you're that's your creative player. Enjoy doing that. Yeah, dude. Lots of people do it. Do you do it? I do it. Yeah, I I, I do do it. What's I, your player's name? My player's name is Walter Mercado. He is uh-huh. a stretch four for the Miami Heat. Very Eric Walter Mercado. Um, Walter Mercado. Shout out to my Latinos uh, who know Walter Mercado. Uh, horoscope's God, uh, but yeah, I, I've built my player up a little bit. Is actually, it, actually, I have a great uh, 2K aside. My buddy last night, who's really into 2K, he does streams and all this stuff. Shout out to Stu Pendis. Uh-huh. Uh, played a game. His last real last name is not Pendis. No, his name is Stu. Okay. But his, his gamer name is Stu Pendis. His and, actually, actually, that's his last name. His first name is B. Okay, so anyway, uh, last night he was playing on the blacktop in. NBA 2K and like the world that they have uh-huh. and he played a three on three game against Tabo Cephalosha <laughs> oh. yeah like the real Tabo Cephalosha like, like he played video games yeah like Tabo Cephalosha played as He's himself playing. in a video game I mean Tabo if you want to win you should probably aim a little higher than that Ooh, wow Tabo if you're listening um, you think Tabo's getting in the debug mode and juicing his stats oh probably, yeah. probably so no like they have, they have like verified accounts for NBA players so they can play as themselves. Oh. Yeah. So if I get this game, I might be able to... Yeah, you could play against, like, I see J.R. Smith is always talking about, or always posting about M- playing NBA 2K. God bless you, J.R. I mean, he has nothing to do right now. Never exercise. God, if he got bought out, he wouldn't be a bad uh, Blazers pickup. Oh, hell yeah, he wouldn't. I was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'd really enjoy the climate here. If you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I was reading a book where they were talking about a draft pick the Blazers made, and uh, they went and they do, they do the thing which just irritates the hell out of me. Where when you pick a player and he doesn't quite work out, uh-huh. where you agonize over everybody you didn't pick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, and one of the guys on the agony list was J.R. Smith, and I was like, huh? We uh, we think J.R. would have worked out here, huh? Yeah, I mean, he really needed LeBron. That's really what it, that's, I think it would work out here because Dame is... Are you trying to get the team to sign JR? Maybe. I think he might be washed. 
is I mean, all. Yeah, that's true. He hasn't made threes. I mean, I like Jr. I mean, I love Jr. like a brother. Yeah, and he's actually not a bad defender. He just his three point shot has gone a little steadily. Yeah, before. that's that. Like that was his primary NBA utility. Like, yeah. like the thing that made him famous is that he was Jr. Smith. Yeah, but. and then he and then he had that epic fail in the in the game one of the NBA Finals. I don't remember. The, the meme where like LeBron's looking oh, yeah, at Jr. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Like, what did yeah. Jr. do? He forgot that uh, he didn't know. How, he thought they were ahead, and the oh. game was actually tied. He thought they were ahead, so he got the he got an offensive rebound and decided to run the clock out. Oh, I love Jr. Yeah. So anyway, um, Jr. Come on, lob. Yeah. Uh, come on, take it or break it. Uh, yeah. Come on, take it or break it. Go on the up shot. AM to DM. AM to DM. I mean, I've been on AM to DM. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, once he gets waived, maybe. I mean, like, what's that Wade Baldwin roster spot really being used for these guys? Yes. Yeah. Let's get him out of here. Like, JR, many, like, I mean, like, you know. So they uh, should give JR a two way and have him play in the G. Play in the G sometimes. Well, they have, Blazers have two guys in the G right now. They have uh, Caleb, who's playing for the Texas Legends. Let's, so let's call Caleb up. Sign Jr. Maybe swap with Cleveland. Yeah. Except, maybe. except we don't. Except Portland doesn't want to pay Jr. Smith what his actual contract is. <laughs> they need, they need to hope for a nice little buyout. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but anyway, then sign Jr. and have him play in Texas to teach the youngins how to how to conduct themselves. Bootstrap. He's gonna bootstrap. Yeah, exactly. Um. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Lunchtime with me and Corbs. Ah. Oh great podcast we will be back with another one after tonight's game and then we'll have jason quick at the end of the week so quick so uh subscribe leave us a review and we'll be back with more lockdown blazers content for you on the field